Welcome to the program, dear listeners. We will continue with the topic of Sufism. Previously, we spoke about the methodology of the true Sufis, the Karamas of Wali, the Tariqah, and we listed a few sayings and doings of some great Sufis. In today's episode, we will tell you who are the Sufi claimers, and we will mention some of their misguided interpretations. be to Allah, the Lord of the worlds. We thank Allah for the blessings of Islam and humbly ask him to raise the rank of Prophet Muhammad, his kind al and companion, and to protect his nation from that which he fears for it. May Allah grant us the sincere intentions and the proper comprehension. Bearing in mind that Sufism is the methodology implemented by true Sufis following the example of Prophet Muhammad, let us expound on what we have named claimed Sufism. Be warned against the Sufi claimers, for there are many people who claim to be Sufis yet do not have a drop of piety in them. They are dangerous people who delude others into following their misguidance by their false appearance of piety. They exaggerate to give the appearance of being humble and their superficial efforts are to lower their heads and their gaze and to close their eyes whenever they say statements to remember Allah. ذكر. They worry about appearances and settle for using the dhikr beads. For all their concern about their appearance, these Sufi claimers are a people who did not learn the obligatory knowledge of the religion. As a result of their ignorance, they do not follow the Messenger of Allah in what is lawful, nor do they avoid what is unlawful. Rather, they follow their own desires and that which the devil embellishes for them. They are liars and false claimers and are drowning in their own ignorance. Those Sufi claimers claim to love the Prophet when really they belie him and oppose him. Their hearts are attached to the love for leadership, power and recognition. They want fame, titles, money and other than that among the worldly matters. They try to camouflage their true goals by appearing sincere and humble. However, they misinterpret the matters of the religion to suit their own desires, and as a result, they pervert those rules and are drawn into sinning. They breach the laws of the sound circles of remembering Allah and falsify the sound rules of fellowship under the tariqah. When they get in circles to remember Allah, they pervert His name and say, Ah, ah, instead of saying, Allah, Allah. In their circles, they move their bodies in unlawful motions, similar to the dance of the enormous sinners, ignoring it is forbidden in the religion to dance in that manner. Now, dear listeners, we will mention some misguided interpretations of the Sufi claimers. Those Sufi claimers are not interested in acquiring the knowledge of the religion, 
they are ready to misinterpret the verses of the Quran and the hadiths of the Prophet to suit their own desires and to justify their bad inclinations and the enormous sins they commit. As a result, they commit the unlawful. For example, some among those ignorant Sufi claimers misinterpret the Qudsi hadith related in Sahih al-Bukhari from the root of Abu Huraira that the Prophet said, Allah said, قال رسول الله صلى الله عليه وسلم قال الله تعالى وما تقرب إلي عبدي بشيء أحب إلي مما افترضت عليه وما يزال عبدي يتقرب إلي بالنوافل حتى أحبه فإذا أحببته كنت سمعه الذي يسمع به وبصره الذي يبصر به ويده التي يبطش بها ورجله التي يمشي بها ولئن سألني لأعطينه Shaykh Abu Uthman interpreted this hadith as The best thing the slave of Allah can do to become closer in obedience to Allah is to perform that which Allah made obligatory on him. After that, the person would perform plenty of the supererogatory acts of worship, which means extra acts of worship, until he gains the love of Allah. Once he is at that stage, his matters would be answered faster than the things that he hears, faster than the things he sees, faster than the action he does with his hand, and faster than the walking he does with his legs. And if that person should seek refuge with Allah, Allah would protect him. Abu Sulaiman al-Khattabi explained that hadith to mean, such a person would be guided to use his body in what is acceptable to Allah, and his supplication would be answered quickly. Thus, if he uses his hand, he would be guided to use it in obedience to Allah. Likewise, when he uses his ears, eyes, legs, and other organs. This is how some of the scholars of Islam interpreted this hadith, but those ignorant, the Sufi claimers, believe Allah unites with the creations, so they misinterpret this hadith and say it means... If Allah loves the slave, then Allah becomes his hand, leg, ear, and eye. Some of these Sufi claimers believe Allah dwells in the slaves, and some others believe the universe is Allah, and every person, animal, or thing is a part of him. One of them would even have the audacity to say about himself, I am Allah. A man named Al-Hallaj, who lived over 1,000 years ago, said he is Allah. If one of those Sufi claimers goes to visit a friend and is asked who is at the door, he might say Allah, because he believes that Allah dwells in the bodies. May Allah protect us from their evil. Shaykh Zaini Dahlan, who was the mufti of the Shafi'i school in Mecca more than 100 years ago, pronounced the one who holds such a belief a blasphemer, and in this he agreed with Shaykh Ibn Hajar, who lived more than 300 years before him. Al-Qadi Iyad also pronounced them as blasphemers and conveyed the consensus that is ijma' on their blasphemy. Shaykh Izzuddin ibn Abdi Salam, Fakhruddin al-Razi, al-Suyuti, al-Junaid, Shaykh Abdul Huda al-Sayyadi, al-Baghdadi, and al-Rifai all pronounced them as blasphemers. Imam Ahmad al-Rifai said, had al-Hallaj been on the right path, he would not have said, I am Allah.
listeners, now we'll list to you some examples of the misguidance of the Sufi claimers. Some of them, when wanting to remember Allah, pervert his name and say, Ah, instead of saying Allah. Shaykh al-Mannawi refuted those who claim there is a hadith about the Prophet from which they deduced it is permissible to say Ah instead of Allah. He said this claimed hadith is more likely fabricated because it belies the Quran. Allah said in Surah Al-A'raf, Ayah 180, وَلِلَّهِ الْأَسْمَاءُ الْحُسْنَى فَدْعُوهُ بِهَا Which means, Allah has the perfect names, so call Allah by His perfect names. Shaykh Zafir al-Madani said it was the deviated followers of the Shadiliya Tariqa residing in Fas who innovated the term Ah and not Shaykh Abu al-Hasan al-Shadili, the founder of the Shadiliya Tariqa. Some of those Sufi claimers say Prophet Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wasallam is an illuminated part of Allah. They say Allah took a part of his light and ordered it to be Muhammad, so it became Muhammad. This is blasphemy for three reasons. First, because they say Allah is an illuminated body. Second, because they say Allah has parts. Third, because they belie the Quran in which it is explicitly stated that Prophet Muhammad is a human being. The proper understanding of the light of Prophet Muhammad has two dimensions. The first is that Prophet Muhammad guides to the path of Islam. The second refers to the light which emanated from Prophet Muhammad when he smiled or when one looked at his face. He, sallallahu alayhi wasallam, was the most beautiful of the creation. However, believing that does not deny that Prophet Muhammad is human because it is clearly stated in the Quran in Surah Al-Kahf, Ayah 110. Predicating about Muhammad, Allah said, قُلْ إِنَّمَا أَنَا بَشَرٌ مِثْلُكُمْ يُوحَى إِلَيِّ Which means, say, O Muhammad, I am only a human being as you are. However, I receive the revelation. So, be warned against a book titled Mawlid al-Arus, which was unrightfully attributed to Ibn al-Jawzi. This book includes a statement that Allah took a part of his light ordered it to be Muhammad and it became Muhammad. Anyone who believes Allah is a light and part of it is transformed to become Prophet Muhammad is a blasphemer. Some of those Sufi claimers say Muhammad is the self of Allah. This is obvious blasphemy. Some of them say paradise is the playground of kids. However, as for us, we want Allah. This is blasphemy for belittling paradise. Those Sufi claimers attribute that saying to one of the great scholars of Islam, a great Sufi, Abu Yazid al-Bastami, who is clear of such sayings. Some of those Sufi claimers say prayers do not have much significance, rather what is important is clearing one's inner self. Some of those false Sufi claimers believe their leaders are a reflection of Allah, 
checking the matters of the slaves, supporting the one who is the believer, and misguiding the person who stands against them. Hence, they say that anyone who stands against their sheikh is standing against Allah. A woman from their group wrote an article expressing that belief. She believes Allah goes into things and that the sheikh of her tariqah is a reflection of Allah. Moreover, she believes anyone who refutes the sheikh of her tariqah is against Allah. So, if one would go to the sheikh of their tariqah and refute him by the evidence of the religion, his followers would consider him a bad soul. Thus, to them, standing against their sheikh means Allah has exposed the defiance of the person and his rejection of Allah. In his book, Nihayatul Matlab al-Juwayni said, We do not infer any other meaning from he who utters an explicit word of apostasy. Hence, the one who says, I am Allah, and then claims he meant another meaning, is still a blasphemer. The religious rule and judgment is not to infer another meaning from an explicit word. This is why the scholars of Baghdad pronounced Al-Husayn, the son of Mansur al-Hallaj, as blasphemer. Abu Abdul Rahman al-Sulami in his book Tabaqat al-Shafi'iyya said most of the true Sufis negated al-Hallaj. They did not consider him a Sufi and was said by al-Khatib al-Baghdadi in his book The History of Baghdad. And as stated earlier, al-Rifai said had al-Hallaj been on the right path, he would not have said I am Allah. Dear listeners, this concludes our episode for today. Next time we'll talk about some of the perverted tariqas of today. Until then, we ask Allah to grant us His mercy and make us among the winners in the Day of Judgment. Ameen. فرحلت في ركبه ووصلت للهاشم فنلت فيضا من الأوطان وأشارني فرحلت في ركبه ووصلت للهاشم فنلت فيضا من الأوطان
ابيض دموع يوم الرحيل فؤاد